0: oh it's cracking lovely people welcome to the big feed up hq podcast i'm your host matt gardner i've been working as a nutrition practitioner for almost 10 years i cut my teeth Learned my trade in sports nutrition, so working with people, um, elite athletes to begin with, and then everyday kind of sporting individuals, people that obviously work for a living but love their endurance exercise, their team sports, and things on the side. So supporting people to get fitter, faster, stronger. I have moved into corporate wellness and digital healthcare recently, working as a health coach, supporting lifespan, blood sugar blood lipids, cholesterol levels, weight loss, all that jazz. So if you listen, brilliant. It's great to have you here taking the time to absorb the information I'm going to put across in this episode. And I believe we're on episode 180. Absolutely mega. I've had over 48,000 listens to the show since we started. So if you're a loyal listener, thanks so much. It's brilliant to have you along and hopefully I can add some value today. The show is supported by 33Fuel, who produce natural and powerful sports nutrition products. And they've just released, lovely people, their elite meal replacement. So you can get 10% off your first order by using Matt 10 at checkout. I have used their chia seed energy gels in the past their energy drink for my bimbles, my ultramarathons, their energy bars, their protein bars. And in this elite meal replacement, we've got so many fantastic whole food-based products. Pumpkin protein powder, sunflower protein, flax seeds, uh, almonds, all ground up. There's tons of other ingredients. Easy to take. It tastes great. It always sits well with me. Any of their products that I use... So get involved. Hope you find something useful. And the team at 33 feel fantastic. So use the code mat 10 at checkout, contact the team. And if you find something useful, then that's brilliant. That's all I want to hear. Natural sports nutrition. Get involved. So today it's a short, sharp solo show. If you're new to the pod, I'm usually releasing a couple of episodes a month these days. One with a brilliant guest, someone I've connected with on Instagram um, or I follow on other social media channels, someone that's maybe been recommended, uh, maybe a colleague of mine in the health and fitness industry, maybe a fellow nutrition practitioner, all sorts of conversations. If you look back, I focus on nutrition, outdoor experiences, uh, exercise, movement, all that kind of stuff. But today we're just going to bring out a topic, something that I've had a lot of conversations about recently and i I was fortunate to be a guest on uh, the Health Boosts Instagram page. I'll also link to that, and we did live around bone health. So part time, I work in a uh, body composition and fitness lab in Central London called My Vital Metrics, and I'll link to them as well. And we deliver DEXA scans, so we're looking at someone's uh, bone mineral density also body composition i won't go into that today but lean mass body fat visceral fat all that kind of stuff so cat and val came in and it sparked a brilliant conversation and then we recorded a live all around their experiences coming into the lab talking a bit about bone health with them and um, yeah i thought i'd record just a quick short sharp solo show so i can add a bit of value around bone health and some of the things that I've been thinking about, communicating to clients, reading, hopefully trying to understand a bit more, and from a practical point of view, hopefully you can take away a few nuggets. So let's just take it nice and simple to begin with. A lot of the time over the years, you'll know this, that uh, bone health is generally seen as Um, It's important to uh, support your bone health from a structural point of view, from a protection protection point of view of organs. They're helping you with balance, sorting things out, um, supporting your muscular strength over time um, as you age. Some people have heard of obviously trying to avoid brittle bones, osteopenia, osteoporosis, those kind of buzzwords. We also know that bone's involved in muscular metabolism now. It's also a reservoir for calcium. And as we age, obviously, we want to try to support bone health. So uh, we grow our bones. So that's a, there's a kind of concept uh, around bone modelling, it's called. So uh, bone formation um, and bone reabsorption. So if we're forming bone generally as uh, we're growing up, so from child to, to kind of adolescence and then into our early 20s, we're actually forming about 90% of our bone um, into our early 20s. And there's some really interesting work. I'll link to a chap called... Uh, Dr Craig Sale in the show notes. He has done a lot of work around bone um, and uh, athletic performance, bone health in athletes. And I'll also link to some research around bone health in uh, that transition phase when women are moving into uh, that kind of perimenopause um, and then that kind of menopausal state too. So something to consider there, some literature to look at if you're interested. But let's just say you're forming 9% of your bone up until your early 20s, things that can contribute to supporting bone health, especially in children, seems to be this multi-directional movement. So not necessarily uh, children specialising in a certain sport, trying everything, moving in different directions, uh, play. Yes, maybe some team sports, but a lot of variety, high impact and things like that as well. Um, Obviously, if they can get into resistance training and things done in the right way, that's going to be supporting bone health. We know calcium intake. I'll go into that a little bit later. We know protein intake, but that multi-directional movement seems to be really, really important. So, say we formed our our bone, the majority of our bone until our early twenties, and then through you know our midlife and things, it seems to stay quite consistent. And then as we get into kind of middle age, older age, um, you know, it's a hard to kind of define the the bracket and use a term for that, let's just say middle age to older age, um, we may start to lose bone, Uh, the kind of use it or lose it concept, but the things that we want to try to support is obviously maintaining our bone mineral density, supporting it as we age. Through some of the things that I discussed on that live with the health boost. So thinking about resistance training, getting your muscles under tension, thinking about protein intake, thinking about calcium intake from dairy sources. Yes, you could also look at non-dairy sources and things too, that combination um, and other nutrients as well that are important, your magnesium Uh, your vitamin C, your vitamin K2, so things like uh, leafy green vegetables, nuts and seeds, pulses. So they all play part of the story. Um, And obviously, as we get into older age, our bone mineral density will continue to decrease and something that you can measure um, and you can go in and have and test your bone mineral density you can look at a DEXA scan and that's something you can organize you could organize it through my vital metrics or somewhere else you know that's a way of doing it privately and um, obviously I've had to disclose that you know I work there so obviously I've got a keen interest in in that place and you know I'm invested in that place in terms of being an employee um, but moving on so you test uh, something called a Z score so the scanner will kind of run over you and it will measure your bone mineral density and plot it in uh, in terms of uh, if zero is the average for your uh, age and sex a z score generally we're looking at kind of plus 1 to minus 1 is in the normal range anything below kind of 1.5 you're starting to look at lighter bones and anything kind of two point five onwards, it's definitely worth a referral to go and speak to your GP and consider things. Um, get a second opinion because your bones are potentially in that kind of osteo osteopenic uh, kind of osteoporosis uh, type of level, but. Especially in the facility that I work in, it's definitely not used as a diagnostic tool. We're not here to diagnose anything. We're just here to help you test and not guess, and then obviously take the results and things to the relevant healthcare professional practitioner. Um, If you are uh, in midlife, the DEXA scan will also throw out a T-score. So that is a, a measurement and it compares your bone mineral density to the average of someone with peak bone mass, so let's just take a, um, if you're listening to this and you're female, um, you're middle-aged and you're testing it and you come out with a Z-score, um, it will compare your bone mineral density to to a woman that's, say, roughly 30 years old, so someone who has peak bone mass. So anything kind of minus one or below is definitely, again, worth a referral, worth a second look and a, and a conversation with your GP, because, again, your bones might be slightly brittle. So there's a way to test it. There's certainly a way to do that. Um like I've said before and then obviously um a place like my Vital Metrics doesn't necessarily interpret the results and diagnose. You know, we're there just to show you um, and especially um, we're there to talk about lifestyle means to support bone health. Um, as I've said, that resistance training side of things, getting your muscles under tension, um, there's a lot of really good research to, to show how that supports bones. Protein intake is something to consider as well, so taking your weight in kilos, um, and let's just start there and, and times by 1.2 to 1.6. So if I'm 85 kilos or times it by 1.2, you find that in grams, and then I would try to eat um, that amount of grams of protein per day from foods that's one thing to do we know vitamin d is related to to bone health as well Um, and again a chap like i mentioned earlier uh, called dr craig saley has a great quote in a Another fantastic podcast. He speaks about how, um, if you're deficient or insufficient in vitamin D, then it's certainly worth getting sufficient. So that's testing your circulating levels of twenty five O H. So that vitamin D test you can do via a blood test. Again, probably best speak to the GP. There are private, um, uh, you know, companies and things that offer drop in phlebotomies if you're in cities to get those things done generally. And sometimes uh, certain businesses will. Send out maybe nurses and things to your house. I've certainly worked with a company called Forth with Life in the past. I've had their founders, fantastic lady called Sarah Bolts. So I think they actually offer a mobile phlebotomy service. Um, there's obviously finger prick testing as well that Forth with Life do. You know, full disclosure, uh, I've used their tests in the past. Like I said, I spoke to their founder. They don't pay me any money to say this, but. You know, there's a few ways of practically trying to get on top of your um, vitamin D level and trying to understand where it's at and and obviously then speaking to a healthcare professional or a nutritionist understanding if you need to take a supplement how much how often um, to make sure that you are sufficient um, because it's important vitamin d plays an important role to support bone health so there's a few things to consider there i've gone over uh, the 10 minutes as planned but hopefully it's just made you reflect a little bit more on bone health as we age we want to support our strength our stability are muscles Um, you can obviously test and not guess it's always worth taking your test if you're a little bit worried and things or if you want a second opinion of course if you do something at a private facility take it over to the gp think about your vitamin d levels maybe measuring those think about your protein intake your calcium intake um and something like 700 milligrams if you really want to get into the weeds a day you know that can be kind of attained through various uh, dairy products you're probably talking 250 milligrams could come from a small glass of milk a couple of hundred milliliters of milk or you know 150 200 grams of yogurt or um, i think 30 30 to 50 grams of cheese not everyone listening to this delves into dairy though so it is worth considering trying to get calcium from other things bony bones and fish from tinned fish um, there can be some calcium as well from leafy green vegetables, even though it's not as bioavailable. So again, if you need a second opinion, um, if you need support nutritionally, there's lots of practitioners that I know that I can put you in touch with. Please look at the research if you're interested in this, the stuff that I've linked to in the show notes. Check out MyVolitometrics, check out 4 for Life for all the testing. And thanks for listening to the show. hope you found it helpful. And I'll be back soon with a guest loving you're listening to this thank you so much for downloading taking the time and please share it with someone if you find it useful bye